Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Ocean State Sidelines. I'm Brendan McGear, sports writer with the Pawtucket Times Woonsocket Call, and pleased to be joined by a fellow friar, class of 2014, Kaylee Griffin. She is a NBA, I guess, pre and post game host right now, but out in Cleveland with the covering the Cavaliers. So a historic game last night by Donovan Mitchell, several seven one points. But first, we're going to talk a little Friar basketball here with Kaylee. Uh, Kaylee, I appreciate you joining me on this, I guess, uh, Tuesday afternoon. Oh, of course. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about, first of all, your Friar basketball memories as an underclassman. You came in in 2010, the last year of the Keno Davis era. And then Ed Cooley comes aboard next year. And by uh, 2014, when you graduate, you uh, leave with a Big East championship to celebrate. Yes, I will say that most of my Friar favorite memories at least come from my senior year, but I do vividly remember being at the game at the dunk at the time when Marshawn Brooks went off for 52. So um, I do have some random memories throughout. That was still the Keno Davis era, but remembering a shift when Ed Cooley came in, obviously, as we continue to see now. Uh, But 2014, I just remember my blood pressure being really high. I remember a lot of overtime, double overtime games. I vividly remember senior day against Marquette, the double overtime victory. There was that nearly full court shot that they, that thankfully didn't count for Marquette in that game. Um, and then of course the, the Big East tournament, um, I was actually on, we were on our spring break. I was able to come home was sitting in Stanford waiting for Providence to beat Seton Hall, bought tickets to go see Providence against Creighton in the, the Big East final, cried when they won. Bryce Cotton is still the background of my phone. And yeah, it was an incredible time. I remember watching the UNC game too. I mean, it was so much fun. My senior year, that Providence team was so special. Obviously, last year's team has a special place in my heart. But to be a Friar student at the time and to watch that team was incredible. And I used to always go to those games. I'd sit at the top of the student section so I could actually sit there and really watch the games. Uh, But it was so, so much fun. Uh, Obviously, being a Friar fan gets gets the blood racing a little bit always this team has a a special way of doing that but it is always an enjoyable time my fiance used to be he was the dobo at butler for the last two years uh now he is an assistant at cleveland state so he quickly learned what it was like to be a friar fan and he now is now that he left butler is getting just as involved as me which i appreciate when you were a student on uh, pc's campus kaylee um what was the buzz like among the students? And I asked this because this year they sold out of uh, student tickets even before this year's freshman class had a chance to even purchase them. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily know that it was the same at that point. And obviously the team wasn't as good until my senior year. Like that year was so special. That team was willed to win. I swear they were incredible. Um, I think you had your diehard fans kind of like myself that were always buying the student tickets because you wanted to genuinely come to every game to watch them. I am just beyond thrilled to see the the students showing up the way they are now. It is an environment that you don't want to come into. And I always felt like throughout my time, even at Providence, that fans didn't opposing teams didn't want to come to the dunk because it was going to be crazy. But now they've taken it to another level, which is 
just awesome to see to have that environment at the amp now is is pretty cool um but i do feel like by my senior year there was a different level of draw because the team was on its way up we started to see them pull out some crazy victories obviously winning the big east championship that year was so special so i i think it sort of started that year but over the last few years we've seen a, a different level um that give credit to, to coach Cooley and what the school has done to, to put in the resources to that basketball team and to ultimately get them to where they are right now. You know, working for the big East digital network, which you did for a couple of years after you graduate from PC, you know, what was it like seeing the program on the other side as you know, you had watched it from a student had watched it great success, like you said, 2014, but what was it like kind of maybe being on the other side, you know, chronicling and covering it? Yeah, it was really fun for me. It, it was hard to be biased because I genuinely cannot show any bias uh, besides to Providence. So I couldn't really uh, do that as much, but I was fortunate that my bosses always seemed to let me cover the Providence games. And if they won, then it was in, a, in great spirits. Um, but it was so much fun to be able to do that. And it wasn't really even uh, Providence basketball at the time. I was able to cover right after I'd graduated. Providence men's soccer won the Big East tournament. Um, Emily Sisson was winning the Big East championship. So I had a chance to cover Providence sports at a different level. And that was really cool for me as an alum of the school to be able to do that. Um, but when it came to basketball in particular, Particular, I, I was just so special for me to be able to cover them. And that is still a dream of mine now, as I have gotten uh, a little bit further in my career in broadcasting to hopefully be able to get back into um, covering college basketball too, a little bit. And uh, to be able to cover a Providence game is certainly a dream of mine at, at the television level. You know, just, you know, you, you were there when Ed Cooley came to Providence and here it is last year, he takes the team to the Sweet 16, you know, getting that breakthrough moment that everyone had been yearning for, for close to a, a quarter century. What was it like as an alum, maybe watching this team have its ride, you know, first that, you know, winning the Big East regular season championship and then going on that Sweet 16 ride? It was everything. I, I feel like Friar fans are so locked into this team every single year, and we've been waiting for it. We have been waiting for this team to just get over that hump. Um, but it felt like last year was different. It felt like it was special. I'm still convinced that if they had a little bit better of a first half, that we would have been in the final four. And trust me when I say I was planning my trip to New Orleans already, trying to figure out how I was going to get out of covering a Rockets game. But um, it, it's something that there's a level of connectivity between Friar fans that doesn't matter how long ago you graduated when this team is doing good, we're all connected. And I feel like we all felt that last year. It was so special. I was had tears in my eyes watching the student sections and the fans run onto the court when they won the big East regular season title. Um, I was standing up pacing in my apartment, watching that Richmond game there is just something about being a Friar fan and to see them finally get over that hump to get to that sweet 16 was so, so special to win their first regular season title was so special. And now we got a little taste and now I feel like we're all like, okay, let's, let's keep this up. So um, it's an exciting time. And, and especially with how they've started off Biggie's play right now, I think there's a little bit of jolt of energy again in Friar fans that maybe this team can do, can do a little something uh, coming down the road too. You know, this is year seven for you in the NBA, and, you know, part of your job has allowed you to travel around the country. Have you had the opportunity to meet Friar fans and maybe even connect with them? I have met 
I, I have met a few Friar fans along the way. When I was in San Antonio, there was a, quite a few that lived in Austin that would actually come down to Spurs games. And, and Chris Dunn was in with the Timberwolves at the time. So I remember seeing some Friars down in that game, which is pretty special. Uh, we actually just played Brooklyn the other day here in Cleveland and Drew Edwards is now on their staff. So that was pretty cool to see him. Obviously, David Duke is on a two-way contract with them as well. So seeing Friars not only as fans, but also in the NBA world has been really special to see um, and to connect with them in that way. And uh, yeah, so it's been fun. And, and my first conversation actually with Donovan Mitchell when I met him here was to let him know that I was a little disappointed that he didn't choose Providence. Um, we shared a good laugh with that one, but you know, that one still stings because what if I still think about that sometimes? Well, one thing you don't have to think about is that 2014 Big East uh, tournament title. And like you said on your screensaver, you have Bryce Cotton holding the uh, the banner. Just, is it fair to say that uh, he might be what, your favorite player? Uh, Bryce Cotton, no question. My favorite Friar um, of all time. Obviously, we were in the same graduating class. Um, we got to, we didn't know each other that well at school, but have stayed connected a little bit after school. Uh, obviously, he is playing at an unworldly level down in Australia. And it's amazing to see the success that he's had. I wish he had a little bit more of an opportunity to have tried to get into the NBA and to play because I still believe that he would have had success in the NBA, but uh, kudos to him and what he's been able to do in Australia. It is incredible what the the career path that he has carved out down there. Um, he is a, a fan favorite in that country and it is just special for, for all of us, I think, to see what he's been able to do from, from what he did here at Providence to now down in Australia. Now, I know, obviously, with your your schedule, it, it's so busy, but, uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, Wednesday night at the Amica Mutual Pavilion, I know it's so hard for a lot of people to say that still, because, <laughs> you know, some people, you know, we still call it the dunk, but, you know, you number four UConn coming in, um, you actually remember when UConn was a Big East member, um, as an undergrad, just, uh, you know, how can you picture just electric it's going to be, and, you know, I'm sure you probably wish you could be there tomorrow night. Oh my gosh, I wish I could be there too. And I'm from Connecticut. So I always have like a little bit of a, uh, like an edge when it comes to UConn. Uh, uh, so many people that I went to school with went to UConn. Um, it is going to be, it is going to be rocking in that building. I wish I was there. I am so excited. The Cavaliers do have a game tomorrow night. So I am probably going to be streaming Providence on my computer while I am at work. Um, little double dipping, which I have done many a times when it comes to Providence games while working in the NBA. Uh, but I am very, very excited. Uh, you know, obviously, UConn is susceptible now. We just saw them lose at Xavier. So they're a really tough team, a really talented team. Dan Hurley had some playing really well. Um, but something about that building, Providence always seems to find a way. And I, I don't know. I, I, I'm feeling, I want to say I'm feeling. Confident. Humbly confident. <laughs> I like it. Um, but I'm sure, uh, you know, I don't know if your schedule will ever permit for you to come up to see a game at the amp and maybe partake in some uh, Taylor Swift singing as uh, has become the custom among the students. Um, they won't be here. Well, some of them should be here on break, but as you know, it's on semester break right now, but should be an electric atmosphere. It's great to catch up with you, Kaylee. I appreciate you giving me some time and, uh, you know, best of luck moving forward. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right, that should do it for the latest episode of Ocean State Sidelines. We'll be back with a fresh episode soon. But until then, take care, everyone, and thank you for listening.